Play USA. Thanks to Yonex. High quality performance tennis products crafted in Japan. Check out their latest range at yonex.com. Welcome to Play USA, our dedicated podcast which goes inside the journey of many Aussies going down the college pathway as an entry point to professional tennis. We are excited to be back with a brand new season. Melbourne's Alex Bolte, a sophomore at Florida State University, is our featured guest for episode one, where he takes us inside his life as a college athlete. How did you get to Florida State? I got uh, contacted by uh, Chris Doer, the assistant coach here, just via Instagram and, and WhatsApp. So yeah, he, he reached out to me on, on those platforms and, and I just kind of started uh, just replying back to different people and I just felt like I had a really good connection with, with Chris and, and the team here at Florida State and had some connections through some other coaches that I know in Melbourne, like Alex Jago. He had known Chris Doa in the past and they already had a relationship. So um, I kind of like, yeah, flew in easily there and yeah, just built a good relationship over uh, over social media with them. I couldn't obviously visit because of COVID. So yeah, everything was, was over the phone and virtual for me, but yeah, I thought uh, Florida State was the was the right one for me, and and uh, ended up being being right on that one. I love the college a lot. Now, did you use a, a video, or did they rely solely on UTR? How did that whole sort of process work? Because I know over the over the years, those sort of things change. I mean, I know with me, uh, I had to send in a resume, a video. You know, UTR didn't exist. 10 years ago yeah i think uh at the time i was i was playing a lot of itf uh, junior tournaments and i wasn't actually big into the utr back then i didn't really know too much about it so i think chris was just keeping an eye out on on my results over my uh, junior career and, and saw that i had a few few good wins here and there and yeah, i was intrigued in how i was going and everything and uh yeah we just started talking and he was asking for videos and stuff of of me training and and some match play um i would send him a few matches that you know, he could he could analyze and, and see how I played and stuff like that. So it was all um yeah, I guess I guess just looking at my results and my journey and, and also he spoke to my coaches a few times about the type of person I was and you know, the type of person I am off court as well as, as on court. Yeah, many young players who go down the college pathway use this as an alternate route compared to going straight onto the pro tour why did you choose this pathway i just thought it was a more sensible pathway to choose rather than just going straight to the pro tour i guess you know getting an education you know also all the funding that that the college gives me throughout my four years here it was a pretty like smart and sensible way of doing it and also just just the type of people you meet over here and the facilities you get to kind of use over here is is really important for me and, and helps me be a better tennis player as well as a better person i guess I mean, you're in the Atlantic Coast Conference playing big schools, North Carolina, Wake Forest. You know, Rinky Hichikata played it at NC. Christos Krasikos, you know, a couple of years ago, he's from uh, Cyprus, I believe. He played at Wake Forest. You know, they've gone on, obviously, to the pro tour. So you're playing some pretty strong players. You'd be getting these quality matches if you were going straight on to the pros. But obviously, you're not paying a cent, really, to to get any of these uh, matches, to get this sort of training in. You're right. It is it is a pretty strong conference and probably one of the one of the strongest, which is a big factor of, of me also choosing Florida State. I got to compete against, you know, some of the best in college and, and also some of the some of the guys that transition onto the pro tour come come out of this conference. So yeah, it's it's a really it's a really good thing that we get to kind of uh, play against, you know, really quality opponents and, and get good match play on a week to week basis, which, you know, some colleges don't get in in other conferences so 
big decision for me of choosing, you know, a school in a great conference was that, you know, I was going to get some really good matches and surround myself with really good players. Let's go back to the start of the season. It was about a month ago where you, where you went to uh, Honolulu, played against the University of Hawaii and, and also against Cal. I'm sure uh, that's probably some of the longest travel you have as your time as an athlete. What was that whole process like for you? It was a crazy experience, you know, to play over in Hawaii. Some of the guys had never been out of the country before to play in a, obviously it's it's still in America, but it does feel like a different country. But yeah, it, it was cool. It was cool being, you know, so far away from, from Florida and still playing, you know, playing for your college and, and uh, you know, getting to, getting to experience a new culture over there. And, you know, the weather was great. Hawaii and Cal were both, were both very competitive and very good schools. So we got some uh, really good match play as well as, you know, team bonding over there. We did a lot of fun activities off the court, which, you know, brought us all together. And um, I think was a great start to the season. And yeah, thanks to uh, Dwayne Holquist for yeah taking us over there. Because I mean, there, there are so many good schools over here, even in the Southeastern Conference, uh, where I'm based in Mississippi, uh, Mississippi State, University of Mississippi, they're in sort of small towns, great schools. But when you go there, there's I wouldn't say that there's a lot to do, but then you go to a place like Honolulu, you know, in Hawaii. I mean, there's so much more opportunity for the for the team bonding. I don't know if you've sort of seen that whole uh, space of how those schools are just sort of so different um, based on where you're playing. Well, yeah, personally, Florida State uh, in Tallahassee, it, it's not a very, very big town. or There's no big cities here or anything. It's all kind of just based on the college, more of a college town, I'd say, but Honestly, I, I kind of like the kind of college town feel compared to, you know, or a big city or, you know, like a big island like Honolulu. I just feel that, you know, college town brings like it brings a lot of culture into into the town and, and everyone kind of gets together as one and, and, you know, supports that college. You can go out and just see the same people. And, you know, in a big city, it's kind of there's a, there's a lot going on. I don't know. I just feel like it, it narrows down the crowds and probably more enjoyable from it from my standpoint. So it's sort of more like a tight knit uh, community. I mean, if you look at, uh, at the university of Alabama and Tuscaloosa, like the whole stadium, uh, hundred thousand plus seating, you know, you get more people in the stadium than you actually have as a population of the town. And I'm sure it's sort of similar to being in Tallahassee. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Football is probably one of the biggest things in college athletics or is the biggest thing in college athletics. And uh, it's crazy to see how everyone gets around the team and, all coming together as one to support that one team is pretty special and it's a crazy atmosphere going to those games. Yeah, I've never kind of felt anything like that. Being in a football stadium and everyone cheering for your college, yeah, it's awesome. It's pretty insane. Now, you guys just got back from the ITA kickoff weekend. You guys are playing at Baylor's campus. They were the host, finishing the top 15 last spring. So they're in Waco, Texas. I believe they're just about an hour south of Dallas. What was that whole experience like playing? I, I believe it was San Diego and uh, obviously you guys played Baylor as well. It was crazy, honestly. Um, you know, I'd, I'd never been to Waco before. You know, a very good school, very good facilities over there in, in Waco. But yeah, they, they were super tough, super competitive. We we got past San Diego first, played a 4-2 tight battle. We played in the cold and windy conditions out on their outside courts on Friday. Pretty slow out there. But then we, the next day, started raining and had to go indoors, which was a completely different feel. It was faster in there. It was hot. But, you know, the boys the boys handled it well. We we lost 4-2 in a tight battle. But I thought, you know, every court was was so tight. Coming down to the last two matches, it could have, you know, swung either way. But playing in Baylor was was crazy. The the atmosphere was like nothing I've, 
I've seen before. You know, that, that Baylor crowd was ruthless. And, yeah, they, they really got them over the line. I think it may have been the loudest match that I've ever played in. So I think, yeah, their, their support over there was crucial for them to you know, get over the line. And, yeah, I think all of us after that would, would love to see him again, probably at the NCAAs or, you know, next year at home, we'd, we'd love to play him again in different conditions, that's for sure. So when you play like a conference match or if you play the NCAAs, I know that they're neutral uh, facilities. So like at the USDA national campus in Orlando, is that, I'm sure that's a lot different than just to playing a, like a regular match in the season, whether you're home or away, just due to sort of the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. It plays, uh, I think crowd plays a massive role and, you know, in, in college matches, um, especially a team like Baylor and, and, and big schools with, with big big fan bases, it, it really does make a difference. And I think, you know, playing at a neutral event is is good to see, you know, what teams can kind of handle handle the uh the situation of, you know, not having the not having their supporters there, all of them, maybe some. Yeah, I think it really levels levels the match out and I think it's great that, you know, you can hold it at um, such a nice nice tennis center like the USTA. I played there a few times and it's yeah, it's a lovely uh lovely place to play. And uh, we're actually playing there on Thursday. We're playing uh, against Florida Gators there. On college match day, Battle of Florida, really. Um, that That's always held at the neutral event at USTA to kind of, you know, not give anyone that edge, that, that home crowd edge. So, yeah, I'm pretty pumped for that. Well, what's crazy to me, Alex, I mean, because you could get this same level of playing uh, if you went to Tunisia or if you went to Egypt, but the whole atmosphere is different. Obviously, playing an ITF uh, tournament in sort of like the middle of nowhere, I mean, just picture this sort of amazing level that's going on, but there's just no crowds. And I think that's something that we also experienced with the Pro Tour up in Darwin uh, last year. Like, they couldn't get many many people to a match. I mean, there'd be more people at a footy at a local footy game than what there was at, at a at a professional tournament. You know, that's something that I think makes so uh, college so unique and and so ap- appealing and, and attractive. There's so much culture and energy that that goes into it all. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think uh, you know the crowd just just brings another you know element of element of pressure as well as you know joy amongst the team. You know, playing in in front of hundreds of people, it, it really does um, you know get you ready for the big time. I guess once you. Once you get get past college, for sure. Oh, and, and you were saying just earlier that you've got uh, you're playing Florida on Thursday, and then South Alabama. I'm sure having the home advantage is handy. Yes, yes, for sure. Having to play both those teams at home instead of uh, Alabama and Mississippi is you know is good for us as we don't have to travel up to up to those two places, and and also you know get our fans in, and uh, hopefully they can you know get us over the line, and hopefully we can put on a good performance for for our fans over here in Tallahassee. Because I, I mean Mississippi and Florida, they're, they're they're almost almost next to each other, but I mean the temperature differences, the weather differences—it's absolutely crazy, you know, in this time of, of year. I'm sure. So, what what is it like in Florida right now? It was quite humid today, actually. In Florida, it's it's been pretty, uh, I guess, around the twenty to twenty-five degrees mark. So yeah, it's it's perfect, honestly, for me. I love I love playing in this type of weather. You know, once we do go to those other places like Mississippi and, and Texas and those cold areas, it does kind of feel different for us. So, you know, I guess playing at home in the heat and in the humidity is a, is an advantage for us. And we love playing at home um, in front of all our fans, of course. Well, I'm sure it's a massive advantage, you you know, at the moment, because I mean, every part of America right now, maybe except for um, Southern California or South Florida, sort of where you are, it, you know, it's cold. And, you know, me being in Mississippi at the moment, it was it was three degrees and, and this is considered a hot state. So uh, when all the teams sort of clash and, and they come and play you guys, they're coming from cold uh, to hot and you guys would really use that as an advantage. Yeah, for sure. Our coaches talk about that all the time, you know, having the edge over 
over some of these schools that play indoors all year and suddenly they have to come to Tallahassee and play play on our you know humid outdoors it is a big advantage you know for us having that weather factor and and also you know ha- being able to play outdoors all year is is you know also one of the most attractive things about Florida State is that you know we can almost go all year playing apart from the occasional rainy day you know we can we can be outside all year and enjoy the weather and really rip into our opponents when they come down here so just looking at the schedule that you've got ahead you're going to play schools like Duke Notre Dame Miami how do you fit in all the all the classwork that balance that whole sort of schedule I mean, you're still doing a bachelor's degree. It's it's still considered upper education. How does that fit in? It is it is tough. It does get tough when you know exams start coming up and you got a few assignments due on the same day, and you kind of got to get it all done before you go. And but we we have a great academic advisor, uh, Jackie Bell. She does her job well. She she gets us all prepared and ready to go. You know, she'll send out letters to our to our uh, teachers and and give us absent notes and and stuff like that. And and really. Um, kind of give us a schedule of what we need to get done before we go away and and also she she may come with us on certain trips to you know North Carolina and, and stuff like that just to make sure that you know we we do get all our stuff done and um you know she she just creates time in the afternoon whenever we can to kind of scrape through some homework or assignments that we need to get done but yeah it, it does get tough you know you gotta you gotta manage your time really well when you're in season because you don't obviously get too much time when you're traveling and and, and practicing when when you're not playing so so when you i mean when you're not traveling at the moment you're on your campus what does a day-to-day schedule look like you guys yeah at the moment when we're back in tallahassee training we usually go one o'clock to five three hours of tennis practice and then an hour in the gym all the morning is dedicated to our school and classes and then on tuesday thursday we have uh different set groups of, of practice time so i'm in the first group which is nine nine a.m to 11 and then an hour in the gym and then all my classes in the afternoon whereas some people have their classes in the morning and then we'll train in the afternoon so we split those groups up yeah we spend a lot of time on court in the gym in the training room um, whilst we're here training just to you know prepare and get our bodies ready give give us an just a bit of an insight of what some of the facilities are like there i mean you see so many videos of, of football teams and basketball teams with those big packed stadiums but sort of behind the scenes in terms of the training facilities and, and your match facilities our college is world class we have almost everything you can imagine we have a we have a very very good training room with hot and cold tubs a bunch of normatech machines uh, we have you know tables for massages and and all that kind of stuff and then we we also have like an indoor facility uh, where we go if it rains. We have access to, you know, nutritionists, nutrition stations, walk in whenever, grab a smoothie, grab something to eat. It's all world class. And we also have a cafeteria in our athletic department where we, we go eat breakfast, lunch and dinner. They cook some really nice dishes and, and yeah, really, really helps like the athletes get through their day and, and have a you know good nutrition base. And it's amazing having all this stuff at your feet. Yeah, Alex, with this busy schedule that you have as a student athlete do you ever get any time off the campus see what Tallahassee is like because I mean Tallahassee it's the capital of Florida so I'm sure there is pretty cool things to do yeah it's the capital of Florida but there is there is not too much else away from campus to do but yeah we we do get time to go out and explore different areas if we like on the weekends and go away to the beach or do stuff that isn't always dedicated to you know school whether you're doing practicing with the team or you know having to do some homework there, there is time to kind of get out and explore different things and, and do stuff with your mates as well which is which is good season uh, two the first episode of season two so um thanks for uh, giving up the time i know you've got a busy schedule and uh good luck for your matches this weekend 
and um, hope to chat soon. Thank you very much. A big thank you to Alex for joining us on our first episode. To keep up to date with our podcast offerings, be sure to subscribe to The First Serve via your preferred social media platform or go to thefirstserve.com.au. Stay tuned for episode two where we catch up with Catherine Ayula, who is in her freshman year at the University of Tennessee. The First Serve is your home of tennis at thefirstserve.com.au. Log on to find out all the details of our live radio show, other podcasts, read weekly features by our team of writers, and follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and subscribe to our YouTube channel.